Thank you so much for joining us for our online service. My name is Pastor Tim, and I'm so glad you're with us. And I'm Harriet, and we're so glad that you're with us today online. If this is your first time, we want to say welcome, and we would love if you would fill out our online connect card at lifecc.com just to let us know that you are here with us today. That's awesome. Also, we want to pray for you. We really care about what's going on in your life. So if you would just take a moment today, go to our website, click on the prayer link, give us your prayer request. Our whole staff would love to lift you up in prayer together. Yeah, we love you, church, and we are so glad that you're here. We hope that you enjoy the service today. God bless. Hello, church, and welcome to Life Church. I am so glad you're with us once again. Thank you for tuning in. If you are new to us, welcome. We're so glad you're here as well. I want to invite all of you to go to our website, lifecc.com. Click on the link that says Online Church. If you are new to us, the connection card is a place for you to let us know that you are with us today. And below that, there's a place for praise reports, a place for prayer requests. If you give your life to Christ today, you can let us know on the salvation link. And there's a link for giving as well. And so we appreciate everyone who has been so generous through this season. So we're so glad you're with us. I want you to know that our church, it exists to help you find life in Jesus. We want to help you find life in Jesus. I was studying recently in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, and it says that the enemy, that's the devil, he came to steal, kill, and destroy our life. But Jesus came to give us an abundant life the abundant life of Christ. And so we're here to help you have that abundant life that can only be found in Jesus Christ. And so I want to take a moment and just open this day with prayer, a little declaration over your life as we get started. I want you to feel the sense of God's power in His life coming to you through the computer, through your TV, right into your heart. So let's take this moment. Father, we thank You. We know that You are good. We know that you only want good for us. And so, Lord, we thank you for Jesus who paid for it all. He paid for us to have that abundant life in him. And so, Lord, we thank you that Jesus also defeated the enemy and we stand as overcomers today. Jesus has given us life, life in him. And so I just speak life over every person that's here. I speak the abundant life of Jesus. We know that through Jesus, all things are possible. And so whatever you're going through right now, we believe that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that Jesus has made all things possible for you and you can have what you need today. And so I pray that over you. I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you have an increase in faith, an increase in courage. I pray that you are protected from the virus and all sickness. Lord, I just thank you for every person that's on here today. We thank you, Lord. You're amazing, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you're with us, and I'm glad to speak life over you today. Today, we're going to continue our series. We're in a really great series. I'm loving it so much. Our series today, as we're continuing, is Heaven on Earth. We've taken this series out of the first part of the Lord's Prayer, 
And so if you want to open your Bibles to the book of Matthew, I'll just read this to you. It'll be on your screen as well, but Matthew chapter 6 says, This is how we should pray, that our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as in God's will on earth as it is in heaven. And so we have been saying that everything in our life, from our prayer life, everything we do should be focused on bringing that which exists in the heavenly realms into the places and spaces that we work, the places that we shop, the places that we uh, go to school, uh, our homes, everywhere we go, we should carry the kingdom of heaven with us and we should make a difference with our life. And so today I want to continue this series. We're going to talk about, well, let me give you my sermon title. My sermon title today is Heaven's Gift. Everybody say Heaven's Gift. Heaven's Gift. In today's message, I want to introduce to you, or maybe for some of you, just remind you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We want to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're called to be ambassadors from heaven to earth. That's our calling. And the Holy Spirit has given you spiritual gifts for the purpose of making a difference in the world. And so in order to be able to be those ambassadors, we are equipped with the tools we need from the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be able to bring heaven to earth. And so let's begin where the Apostle Paul begins to teach us out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 about spiritual gifts. And he says this in 1 Corinthians 12, 1. He says, Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Uninformed. Uninformed could mean that you just haven't heard about the gifts of the Spirit before. Paul was writing to a church and some of them were just uninformed. They were uneducated about the gifts of the Spirit. They were not uneducated people. They just hadn't been taught about the gifts of the Spirit. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you're here and you're like, well, I just haven't been taught about that. This is going to be a great day for you. Maybe you've heard about the gifts of the Spirit and today is going to be a great reminder for you. Also in the in the word uninformed, it also means to be unaware of something. In other words, Paul's saying, I don't want you to be unaware of the gifts of the Spirit in your life. Sometimes I think we live even knowing about the gift of the Spirit, but we live unaware that He's trying to work through us. And so today I want to prompt inside of you, I want to heighten inside of you the awareness of the Holy Spirit that wants to work through you with the gifts of the Spirit. Unaware. I don't want you to be unaware or uninformed. Let me give you an illustration about how you can be unaware of something and then something can prompt you, and I'm going to be that prompter today to remind you about the gifts of the Spirit in your life. How many of you remember way back when, like in the old days when we used to go to a movie theater? You remember that? Like way back then in the old days when you actually got to go walk in and sit and watch a movie I miss those days. But you remember what used to happen when you'd walk in? You would smell popcorn. You'd smell it. And if you're like me, the moment you smell it, it prompted to you, it made you aware that suddenly you were starving for popcorn. I wasn't starving when I walked in, but the popcorn smell prompted me to know I am starving. So what do you do? You go up to the counter and you get a large bucket of popcorn. No to the little bags the big bucket. I think it's a three-gallon bucket. When I go to the movies, I'm getting the big one. And then you have to get butter and layer it all the way up. 
Here's a little trick. It's a little trick so you need to know. When you order your popcorn, tell them to only fill your bucket half full. Then you go over to the butter fountain and you lay it in there. You mix it up. Then you go back and you get more popcorn and put on top of it. And then you layer the butter on it again because you're starving. The smell made you know you're starving for popcorn. And so then, of course, once you get your popcorn, you get a large Diet Coke, because you want to be healthy, right? And so, ah, right, that's what I do. But listen, here's the deal. The smell prompted you that something was happening. The smell prompted you to be aware of something. I think too often, back to our gifts of the Spirit, I think too often we live without a daily awareness of the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of us. And as a result of that, We live without His power that enables us to work with the spiritual gifts to make a difference with our life. And so I want to help you be informed today. I want to make you aware. That's why Paul said, I don't want you to be uninformed about the spiritual gifts. And so we have all these gifts that have been given to us. It's like a toolbox filled with tools so that we can make a difference with our life. And Apostle Paul wants us to use these tools. So I want to get started today with a working definition of spiritual gifts. A spiritual gift is simply a supernatural ability given to Christians by the Holy Spirit to do God's work on earth. If you're building a house, then you need tools to build that house. If you're building a website, you need tools to build that website. And if you're going to build the kingdom of God, You need tools to build the kingdom of God. You need the tools. The tools are the gift of the Holy Spirit, and that is what we use to help bring heaven to earth, to build the kingdom of heaven on the kingdom of earth. And that is our goal for this series, and the gifts of the Spirit help us do that. So let me take us back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This this chapter, chapter 12, deals with spiritual gifts, talks about it, Paul teaches about it. And so he says first, he says there are different kinds of gifts. In a few minutes, I'll go through some of the gifts that Paul lists. But I want you to pay attention to the last part of this verse. But the same Spirit distributes them all. The same Spirit distributes them all. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. The Holy Spirit is the giver of spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit, He is the one. He owns all of the gifts And when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. And so He is the giver of gifts. And when you become a believer, His Spirit comes to live in you. And His gifts now live in you. Which means, church, that within you is the potential for supernatural work. Because the Holy Spirit is in you. The potential of the Holy Spirit, the potential of His his supernatural work is within you. You carry the Holy Spirit, therefore you carry supernatural gifts. You carry spiritual gifts within you. Anything and everything the Holy Spirit can do is present within you. Anything He can do, it's present within you. The potential is there. Let me take you to Acts chapter 2 for just a moment. Verse 38, it says, Repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So this is when you give your life to Christ. 
And it says, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit. And then in Romans 8 9, another verse that speaks of this, it says, indeed, the Spirit of God lives inside of you. You see, the Holy Spirit is heaven's gift to you. That's the gift you receive at salvation. Heaven's gift is the Holy Spirit to you. So listen, I like to do this. We've done it a lot at our church, and I think it's helpful. But I like to place my hand right here on my chest because inside of me, right behind my hand, is the Holy Spirit. The gift of heaven is inside of me. And because the Holy Spirit is inside of me, so is His power, and so are His gifts. They are all inside of me. When Jesus came to live inside of me, He brought the tools for the kingdom building inside to us. He brought those tools to us. And now they are inside of us. In Acts chapter 1, 8, it says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And so you have the powerful gifts of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. When the Holy Spirit comes, His gifts come. I want you to know that spiritual gifts are for every believer. Every person is gifted with spiritual gifts. God doesn't just pick His favorites. He doesn't look around the church and go, well, I like them better than them. And He gives them gifts and He doesn't give this person gifts. The gifts of the Spirit are not just for pastors and evangelists. The gifts of the Spirit are for everyone and they're for everybody to use to make a difference with your life. If you have the Holy Spirit, then you have the gifts of the Spirit. Heaven's gift to you is the Holy Spirit and He carries with Him all of the power of God and His gifts, which means you carry all of the power of God within you because it's all from the Holy Spirit. Now, let me take us back to 1 Corinthians again and we pick up the teaching with Apostle Paul. And he says in verse 7, he says, Now each one, the manifestation of the Spirit, manifestation just means the, the visible working of the Spirit, is given for the common good. So the gifts of the Spirit are given for common good. This means that the gifts of the Spirit, the gift of the Spirit is inside of you, but it's for others. So He gave you this gift, all of these gifts, they're in you, but they're designed to be given to others. Here's a great point for you today. You can write this down. The Holy Spirit empowered you with spiritual gifts so that you can effectively serve others and serve God. That's what the Spirit has done inside of you. He brought those gifts so that you can be empowered to serve others and serve God through those gifts. I believe that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are to be first used in the church and then it spills out into our city. I think the gifts should be demonstrated, should be practiced, they should be learned, and they should be exercised first in the church. Looking at 1 Corinthians, jumping two chapters ahead for a moment, in chapter 14, verse 12, it says, You are eager to have spiritual abilities the Spirit gives. Seek those that will strengthen the whole church. Strengthen the whole church. The gifts of the Spirit are to be used to strengthen the whole local church. I believe that every person has a role to play in the local church. I believe every person 
has something that they are supposed to do in the church and use their spiritual gifts. I want you to know that your church, our church, life church needs you. If you're listening, then we need you. You matter. Your role matters. You are part of the body here. And a body, a physical body, is made up of many parts. And so on a physical body, we've had, we have hands and they serve a purpose. We have legs and feet. They serve a purpose. We have a mouth. It serves a purpose. In order for you to be part of the body, you need to be serving in your purpose using the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to you. Honestly, I don't think it matters where you serve because I believe wherever you are serving, that the Holy Spirit can bring His gifts and use you in some capacity in a powerful way. You are filled with the Spirit, so wherever you are serving, His gifts can be available to you. He brings those gifts. So I believe everyone should be serving in church. I think every person should have a part and should be doing their part with the gifts of the Spirit to build up the church body. And so let me just speak to those who are online and those that are out of town, because we have several people, many people, who are beginning to watch our services online, and I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being a part of our church, even from a long distance. You may be thinking, well, how can I use my gifts to build up the body of Christ in Wilmington? So maybe you live in another state. You're watching, you're like, well, how can I serve and use my gifts? I'll give you a couple ideas just for the moment. And then maybe you can pray and find unique ways. But I would say one of the things you could do is you could start a watch party at your house. You could invite your friends over. You could be ready for a 10 a.m. online service. And you gather your friends around. You put on the service. You watch it together. And then after the service is over, you pray for them. You pray for their needs. And you just use the gifts of the Spirit with those that are around. You could even... Be evangelistic. Invite someone over that has never been part of a church. This might be an easy way for them to get plugged in. So if you're an out-of-town viewer, online church attender, we're glad you're here. You have a role to do. You can build the church in your home. Also, just want to remind you that wherever you are fed, you should be sowing back into uh, to the church with your, your giving and generosity. And so that's another way you can use the gift of giving to build the church. Let's talk for a moment about those that are local online church attenders. There are many of you that are not quite ready to come back to church. I understand that, and we're here for you. We're lifting you up. We're praying for you. We're blessing you. And I want you to know we are one church. We just may be in different houses and different locations for this season, and one day we know you'll be able to come back. But until then, what can you do to help serve the church? What can you do with your spiritual gifts? Well, I'll give you a suggestion, and then maybe you can pray and come up with some other ideas. But one suggestion might be that you become part of a pre-service prayer team. Maybe you form a small group online that meets about 30 minutes before the church service, and you pray for the church service. You pray for people to get logged in and for people to receive the message. You pray for the in-person service and, and you become a prayer force that lifts up the church service. That's one way you can participate. Maybe you feel comfortable with coming and being part of the setup team or the breakdown team where it's much easier to do social distancing. And so maybe that's a place you can come and you can serve at morning and then you can slip out and go home and watch the service online. 
that might fit for you. There's got to be a way for you to participate. I believe if you'll ask the Holy Spirit to help you find a way to serve, there will be a way. And I believe God can, can be able to work through you with your gifts in the church. Listen, don't let the virus stop you from using the gifts of the Spirit in your life. And for those that are attending church, I know I'm online, but some of you will be coming in person. And so I want you to know that there's always a place for you to serve around the in-person services. We need you. We need you to serve and use your gifts all over the house. You can work in our kids' ministries. You can serve in our uh, tech team, our worship team. There's places for you. And I just want to take today's message and just inspire you to get involved and start using the gifts of the Spirit in your life in the local church. Why? Because we need you. We need everyone. You're part of a body. We want every part of the body functioning with the gifts of the Spirit in our church. And so I invite you to be a part. Paul said the gifts of the Spirit are given for the common good, the common good of a church body. So I'm so grateful you're going to get plugged in. Next, back to 1 Corinthians. We're going to look at a list of gifts of the Spirit. For time's sake, I don't have time to read all the sections that deal with the list and the unique types of spiritual gifts, and I sure don't have time today to describe each of those gifts, what they mean. So I'm just going to give you the list of those gifts, and I'm going to allow you to to be a, a studier, you can go find out more about them. We'll offer a class this fall for spiritual gifts. Love for you to be a part of that. And so you can learn more that way. But let me just take you to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 8 through 10. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to list out these gifts for you. These are the tools, though, that the Holy Spirit has brought for you to build the kingdom with. And so some of the gifts that are listed in, in this section of Scripture is the gift of knowledge. Then there's the gift of faith, the gift of healing. There's the gift of miracles that's listed there. The gift of prophecy, the gift of discernment, the gift of tongues and interpretation. These are some of the gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Also, if you were to go to Romans chapter 12, verse 6 through 8, it lists out more gifts there. Let me read these to you. The gift of serving is a spiritual gift the gift of teaching, the gift of encouragement, the gift of giving generously is a spiritual gift, the gift of leadership, and the gift of mercy. All of these are the tools that are in our toolbox to help us build the kingdom of God, to build the local church, to be able to make a difference with our life. We have the tools that are available to us. These gifts are inside of you. You carry those gifts. Now, let me move us to verse 11 out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The Apostle Paul continues to teach us about these gifts. And it says, All of these are at work, one and the same Spirit. All of these are the work of one and same Spirit. And it says that He, this is the Holy Spirit, He distributes them to each one just as He determines. So the Holy Spirit, He distributes them to each one just as He determines. You see, you carry in your toolbox all of the gifts and they are all available to you. It says that um, He distributes them. Them is plural. In other words, all of the gifts are within you and He distributes them each one. 
Let me just clear up something I think might be a little bit of a misconception when it comes to the spiritual gifts. Some have come to the conclusion that each person is given one or two gifts, and that is your spiritual gift that the Holy Spirit has given to you to use. Well, I don't believe that's exactly the case. I think that every person has a primary gift for sure. I think there may be a secondary gift that suits you and kind of fits your life. I think that's true. But I also believe that all of the gifts of the Spirit are available to you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. And the Holy Spirit possesses all of the gifts. And so if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have all of the gifts inside of you. And I believe that He distributes the gifts based on the specific need that's available in front of you at that moment. I don't believe He says that you can't do any of those gifts when there's a need right in front of you. I believe the Holy Spirit dispenses as He sees fit. I believe that the gift, um, that I believe that whatever the need is, there's a gift for that. I, I kind of like how you might say there's an app for that. Whatever it is, God has a gift for you to deal with it and to help bring heaven on earth to it. Let me, let me give you an example of why I don't think only one or two gifts is appropriate for you to have. I believe you have them all. Let, let me give you a bad example. Let's just assume that were the case, that you only had one gift. And let's assume that your gift was the gift of teaching. And let's say when you teach, you feel the Holy Spirit move through you and you know you're an amazing teacher and and people tell you, man, it's amazing how God works in you. I learn from you. And, and I mean, all those things that the Holy Spirit can do through your teaching. And that's great. You have the gift of teaching. But let's say, for instance, though, you were at your house and your son spiked with a fever. And you need the gift of healing. Your son has something has happened and a fever has gone up and you need the gift of healing. Listen, right then you don't need the gift of teaching. Listen, your son does not want to hear you teach anything when he has a spiked fever. You need the gift of healing. Wouldn't it be kind of crazy, though, if you thought, well, I only have the gift of teaching, so I need to find somebody with the gift of healing. So you call the church and you say, hey, pastor, I need to know who has the gift of healing. You know, who took the spiritual gift test and, and, you know, and got the, the healing one? I need to know who the healer is. And so maybe I gave them a few names and I said, call this person, call this person. You know, they call up someone and say, hey, hey, my son has a fever and I need the gift of healing. Do you have the gift of healing? And they'll, oh, man, I'm so sorry, dude. I have the gift of administration. But I'll tell you what I will do is I'll line up a few people over the next week and we'll have them come in an exact order, exact time because I can administrate that for you. And you'd be like, no, I need healing now. So you call someone else up and you go, hey, do you have the gift of healing? They say, no, I have the gift of mercy. And I'm so sorry you're going through this. It really hurts my heart. I feel your pain. You're like, I don't need you to feel my pain. I need somebody with the gift of healing. Wouldn't that be crazy if that's how it worked? I want you to know that the gift of healing is inside of you because the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of heaven is inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you and He has all of the gifts. And so for whatever occasion comes up, you have a tool for that. You have a tool for that. Let me illustrate it like this. I brought a toolbox with me today. Now, for those of you that know me, you know that it's a rare occasion when I get out my toolbox. I would much rather call Tom Tenney to come to my house and help me fix something. But occasionally I have to hang a picture or something, so I've got my little trusty 
toolbox here. And I'd just like to illustrate for you just for a moment, though, what it looks like to have the gift of the Holy Spirit inside of us and the gifts that He carries. So for this illustration, I want you to assume that the toolbox is the Holy Spirit and that I have received this toolbox and, and that the toolbox is inside of me. And inside of me, inside the toolbox, are all the gifts of the Spirit. And so let's just say, for instance, that I come across a situation, and maybe I'm in kids' ministry. Let's use that for an example. Let's say I'm serving in kids' ministry, and I see a child that is um, looking upset. And I'm thinking, how can I help this child? What can I do to help this child? Uh, you haven't had maybe child psychology uh, maybe you haven't had a lot of training in kids' ministry. You're just a wonderful volunteer, but you see a child's upset, and you think, how can I help? What you do is you go to your toolbox, and you go in and say, all right, gifts of the Spirit, I need a gift. And so you pull out the gift of encouragement. That's the gift that's needed at that moment, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you come up with a unique way to speak to that child and help turn it around for them. The gift of encouragement. Uh, maybe, let's say, you are coming to church, and let's say someone went into the bathroom ahead of you, and they left paper towels on the sink, and water's everywhere, and it's just a, a ginormous mess. Maybe the trash can tipped over, and there's paper towels on the floor, and you know that other people are going to be coming in, and they're going to see this mess. And so you see it. The Holy Spirit prompts you, hey, I need you to deal with this. And so what do you do? You go to your toolbox the gifts of the Spirit, and you pull out the gift of serving, and you begin to serve, and you wipe up those counters, you throw away the trash, you clean it up, so that when the guests come in behind you, all they see is a perfectly clean bathroom. See, that's the gift of the Spirit. It's really pretty simple. I think sometimes we over-spiritualize what the Holy Spirit can do through us because we don't understand that it's just in our toolbox. Maybe Eli calls you up, and he's looking for a life group leader. And maybe you're like, mm, I don't know if I know how to lead a life group. But Eli's asking me, and maybe our church needs another life group. And so I'm, I'm, I'm interested, but I don't think I can do it. Well, you may not be able to, but when you reach into your toolbox, you can pull out the gift of leadership. And I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, He'll uniquely gift you to be able to lead a life group for us. It's that easy, church. Some of you may be thinking, well, I don't have the right abilities for some of these things. And that's the whole point. We're not looking for your abilities. We're looking for your availability. That's all God wants from you because He has the ability. He has the supernatural ability to work through you. Hey, let's say, for instance, you're a student and you are playing on the soccer field for one of your games and someone gets injured and they're on the field, they're injured. And you see that, and the Holy Spirit prompts you to pray for them. Do you have the tool you need? Do you have what you need to go out and pray for your friend to be healed? Of course you do. You reach into the toolbox, and you pull out the gift of healing, and you go out on the field, and you kneel beside them, and you say a prayer that in the name of Jesus they shall be healed. And you pray it. You pray it because the Spirit is inside of you, and you can make a difference. I believe that whatever you need in whatever situation comes up, you have the gift that is needed for it. And so I want to encourage you, church, to use the gifts of the Spirit inside of you. If you're taking notes, write this down. Wherever you are and in every situation, 
you carry the full potential of the Holy Spirit's power to bring heaven to earth. Wherever you are in every situation, you carry the full potential of the Holy Spirit's power to bring heaven to earth. Amen, church. It's amazing. It's amazing what God can do through us. I love this teaching. I love it. It's, it inspires me. It inspires me to believe for the impossible because inside of me is the one that says that all things are possible and we can do all things through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through the gifts that are inside of us. It's amazing. Hey, let me take us to my final thought today in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 31. Apostle Paul says this, Now, eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. He says, now. Why now? Well, now that you have been informed, when he started the chapter out, they weren't informed. Now they're informed, just like you. You're informed today. Today you know some things maybe you didn't know before. Maybe it was a reminder to you to be aware of the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you to do these gifts. Now. Now is your now. And it says, now that you know, eagerly desire the greater gifts. At this point, I think Paul, and I believe the Holy Spirit is saying to you, it's up to you. It's been provided for you. The gifts are inside of you. You have the toolbox that's there. It's time for us to desire to use those gifts, to put them to work in our life. Listen, I'm not going to make you, and the Holy Spirit isn't going to make you use these gifts. If you don't want to work with the gifts, then you don't have to. But if you will work with the gifts, the gifts will work through you. The Holy Spirit will do great things through your life. These tools, they're in your toolbox. Whatever you need. You get to do amazing things for the kingdom of God. You get to help bring the kingdom of heaven to the kingdom of earth. And this is how we do it. This is one of the greatest ways we make a difference with our lives here on earth. Everywhere you go, you carry the potential of heaven on earth with you. It's so great. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the difference that we would make if all of us, if every person listening to this right now made a decision to desire the gifts and to use the gifts to serve the church and to serve the world? Can you imagine what that would do? Can you imagine the difference we can make? I can imagine it. I believe today I'm inspiring you to step in and use these gifts today. Amen. I want to pray for you. I want to close out. I want to challenge you in my prayer to begin with. And wherever you are, if you're at home, would you do me a favor? Would you just raise your hand if you would desire to have these gifts work in your life? If that's you, you just raise your hand and go, yes, leave it up. I want you to leave it up long enough that you know your hand is up. Uh, I want somebody in your house to, to see your hand up. I want to look at each other and go, I see your hand. I see your hand. Your hand is up. You want the gifts of the Spirit to work in your life. Raise your hand if you desire to offer your gifts to the church to be used to make a difference in the church. All right, so your hand is already up, so leave it up now. But um, we, we want you to use your gift in the church. So you want your gift in the church to be used and you want to take your place and you want to be the hand or the foot or whatever it may be that God's called you to. Would you leave your hand up? If you want to make a difference with your life, with the gifts of the Spirit, leave your hand up. If you want to make a difference in the world, you want to change the world, you want to bring heaven to earth, leave your hand up. Let me pray for every hand that's up. God, I thank you for every person that has their hand in the air right now, at home, in the car, one hand on the wheel, one hand up. But every hand that is up, I pray that this prayer 
is representative of me laying hands on them and releasing the Holy Spirit and the supernatural gifts in their life. I thank You, Lord, that every person who knows You is qualified with supernatural gifts. And I ask, Father, that You will use these gifts to strengthen the local church, strengthen Life Church, and Lord, use us to make a difference in the world. I pray that You would give us boldness to step out and use the gifts in every situation that presents itself to us. And God, I release this over our church. I release this over every person. God, I release Your gifts in greater measure to be used through us today. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen, church. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for being part of the online church, wherever you may be. I want to close with a declaration for all of us today. And this is like our church declaration. And so just kind of open your heart up and receive this. And let me just speak this over your life. I declare you are part of a growing community of Christians who worship God and help others find life in Jesus. You will go with courage and return with honor. You are light to this world and all who meet you this week will be blessed because you are a child of God. Church, I love you. Go make a difference. Go do the ministry. Go lay hands on the sick. Go do whatever it is that comes in your path with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He wants to work through you. I promise He does. It'll be amazing. I love you, church. See you next week.